1: transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease this is your moment your time to shine your comeback you're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employer's respect so you're not just going back to school you're coming back with purdue global Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
0: It's Wednesday, April 22nd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is your daily coronavirus update. All eyes will be on Georgia as Governor Brian Kemp intends to start reopening his state to business as soon as Friday, April 24th. Gyms, barbershops, bowling alleys can reopen, although they will still have to practice social distancing and screen people for fever and respiratory issues. Dine-in restaurants and theaters can open on Monday and statewide stay at home orders expire at the end of the month. James Homan, national political correspondent at the Washington Post, joins us for how Georgia will reopen. Thanks for joining us, James. My pleasure. wanted to talk about how states are planning to reopen their economies. Governor Brian Kemp from Georgia is setting an aggressive course to reopen, and it's kind of putting his state at the center of this big national debate on how and how quickly to do this. So Friday, April 24th, they're set to ease some of these restrictions, and we're looking at things like gyms, barber shops, tattoo parlors, bowling alleys to possibly start opening up and a few other things to open up in the days after that. James, tell us a little bit about the plan and the blowback that he's receiving already.
2: There's definitely a lot of blowback and Georgia has become an experiment. Notably, Georgia was one of the last states to put a lot of these orders into effect. Just a few weeks ago, Governor Kemp said it was news to him that he had just learned that asymptomatic people, people who aren't showing symptoms, can be spreading the coronavirus to other people, which is something we had been talking publicly about for months and months. Right, exactly. He finally puts in these restrictions and then kind of immediately wants to relax them. Georgia is not a rural state. You know, this isn't Wyoming. There are some rural states where there have not been many cases. Georgia is a major state, Atlanta is a major metropolitan area. They actually have had a lot of cases. The federal guidelines say that you should not relax any restrictions until you've had 14 consecutive days of declining infections. Georgia has certainly not had that. And so it is going to be an experiment. And Georgia is not just any state, it's where the CDC is headquartered. But these are decisions that are up to the governors. We live in a federalist system. I think the decentralization of America is one of our strengths and one of our weaknesses. So Georgia will start to roll things back. They can always retighten them. Other states are watching. But for all these governors, Republicans and Democrats, this is the most important decision they'll probably ever make as governor. I mean, this is a life or death decision. Relaxing the restrictions too soon doesn't just jeopardize the people who are going to go get tattoos and go to the bowling alleys. It's also dangerous for the people who go to the grocery store, where are the people who just went to the bowling alley or are then going yeah. to go shopping and are starting it. The big thing that the epidemiologists talk about is the R-naught, which is the number of people that an infected person infects. And so if you get the coronavirus, are you going to infect two and a half people? Are you going to infect half a person? You know, I hate being under house arrest. No one wants to be at home. But the idea is that that limits the spread. And so the more you have gatherings of people, the higher that R not number is going to be. And so the Washington Post conducted a poll that we released today with the University of Maryland, a national poll. And it found that only 10% of Americans think that it's safe to reopen stuff in April. Only 10% of people think that it is safe for more than 10 people to congregate right now. So the vast majority of Americans, two-thirds of people say they think it's going to take till June to be safe. So part of it, too, It's not just up to the governor. If you're a citizen of Georgia, you don't have to go to a bowling alley (laughs) or a tattoo parlor, right? People follow cues, but like, I love to work out, but I wouldn't go to the gym right now if it was open.
0: Yeah, especially the gym right now, yeah. And that's a a concern, doing it too early and getting it wrong and putting us back in the same place where we started. Georgia has just about 20,000 cases. Uh, Obviously, the number is still fluctuating. So let's talk about what's coming up. April 24th on Friday, those are the gyms, barbershops, all that. These places still have to practice social distancing. Right. They would have to screen people for fever and respiratory issues. Right. I mean, the fever, easy, you get a thermometer, but respiratory issues, I mean, what are you going to ask somebody to take a deep breath before you? You know, <laughs> and, and, the, and then beyond that, so April 27th on Monday, theaters and dine-in restaurants can start opening. And then April 30th, at the end of the month, all the shelter-in-place orders are over. So it's tough there. Georgia's not the only state. South Carolina is also pursuing some type of aggressive reopening. Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis there has said he's given his task force five days to develop a plan. So it's not just Georgia. These states are going to start opening up. And you mentioned how big Georgia is and how big Atlanta is in particular. There could be a possible clash with the mayor of Atlanta she's already said that she doesn't necessarily agree with how this plan is laid out so far.
2: It's a hard decision. You know, we in our poll that I mentioned, half of Americans say they have been directly harmed economically by this crisis. People are suffering and Latinos and African Americans disproportionately so on the economic side and on the health side, I get the desire to kind of get back to work as soon as possible. But the head of the CDC actually gave an interview to one of my colleagues today where he said that he worries that there's going to be a second wave of infections in the fall that's actually going to be worse and deadlier than the first wave because we're not going to have a vaccine. And so, you know, if you let your foot off the gas, it might be fine in some states and in some places, but lives are on the line. And I know that weighs heavily on people. One of the things that was also interesting in our poll was there's a partisan split about when to reopen this has somehow become kind of the new front in the culture war, but Republicans, the biggest dividing line among Republicans and something that kind of trumped party affiliation was people who are concerned that they personally might get the coronavirus and that they might get very sick, very against relaxing these restrictions and people who aren't worried that it's going to affect them, that they don't think they're going to get infected. They're totally supportive. You know, that's intuitive, right? Right. Obviously, exactly. but it's still interesting. And the thing is, like, a lot of the people who are kind of like, yeah, let's relax the restrictions, don't think it can happen to them. And it's like in California, obviously, California is sort of a success story. But I know a lot of people that have gotten it and been hospitalized and in some cases died. And, you know, I think more and more we were in the field with a poll last month and twice as many people now know someone who has had it. But I think for a lot of people, it still doesn't feel like it can, especially a lot of conservatives who typically believe in liberty and small government and government not telling them what to do. That's their worldview. Because they don't think that this could really happen to them, they kind of don't care. But there are a lot of people who are very vulnerable. And the truth is that it could happen to them.
0: It is a delicate balance for these governors to handle. And, yeah, it's going to be one of the most important decisions they make in their political careers. So, I mean, yeah, all eyes will be on Georgia at the end of this week and going forward to see how they're handling it and to see if those numbers of cases go up and, and how they react to it. You know, the governor has said they're going to tamp down any hotspots that pop up, but what does that entail more stay at home orders again? So we'll have to see what happens there. James Homan, national political correspondent at the Washington post. Thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure. I'm Oscar Ramirez and this has been your daily coronavirus update. Right Rug Flooring.